It's Thursday the 11th of May. Welcome to a live edition of Afternoon Sport. I'm Danny McGinley. I'm joined by Shane Lee. We're in the same... We're not online. No, we're not online. Look, look I'm touching Shane Lee's hand. <laughs> this is very exciting. Mate, you know the most exciting thing is you're all the way up from Melbourne. Yes. Now look around, mate. There's the big argument. What's better, Sydney or Melbourne? Come this on. This is very unfair. This is... You've brought me to the Mossman Rowers Club. We're looking at billion-dollar yachts all around me. The sun is shining. It's beautiful. This is like the equivalent of, of me taking you to the MCG yeah. on Boxing Day and saying, yeah, hey, what's better, mate? What's better? So, so next week we'll be in Frankston. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be at the Frankston RSL. Uh, we're actually we're, we're cleaning the joint. We're, yes. we're janitors now. Today on the show we're talking skateboarding, finally. AFL, NRL. <laughs> of course I'm talking Ange Postacoglu and gratuitous violence. <laughs> Hey there, footy freaks. It's Chris Gale from your favourite rugby league podcast, Fire Up. This week on the show, we have Balmain Benny Elias. He's funny, he's forthright, and yes, he is fired up. Oh, look out, Ben Elias! Why don't you have a listen now? You'll find us on any podcast app. Benny Elias here for Fire Up. Get there. All right, Shane, you know I'm here to talk about Ange Postacoglu. He's one win away from the treble. It's a feat only achieved seven times in Celtics history, including mm. uh, a quadruple treble, which no other club has done. That was in the last few years. It is, it's very easy to put this league as a lot of people, commenters on Facebook say it's a Mickey Mouse league. You yep. know, it's only a two-horse race. However, it is still hard to win. It sure is. Uh, we know you have a man crush on Ange. Oh, yeah. You sure do. And I think your kids even mention that all the time, don't they? <laughs> they do. <laughs> but, um, but look, it's, uh, as you said, seven times in, in the history of the club uh, to do the treble, which is the Premiership, the Scottish League Cup, and the Scottish FA Cup, which is to come, which is played June 4, I think. That's right, against Inverness, Caledonian, Thistle, who who aren't even in the top flight league. So right. it's pretty – You, it's going to be hard for, for Ange yeah. to stuff this up. So I was just looking – discussion off air before we started. Why would, why would he potentially leave? Um, yeah. And some of the, the premier EPL clubs looking at him, Brighton, Wolverhampton, Leeds, Chelsea, but I think that's gone now, isn't it? Uh, yeah, they've, they've bringing in that bloke from Tottenham. But I, I did the numbers. So he's paid $2.8 million a year Australian. Is and, he? And yes, he is. Okay. Um, the average salary in the EPL of a coach is $28 million Australian. Yeah. So that's probably why he might consider it. <laughs> <laughs> well, but Andrew's spoken about his whole his whole life. He's, he's wanted a job like the Celtic job because he's he's not motivated by money. He grew up going to South Melbourne Hellas and yep. enjoying a, a team that's loved by a migrant community and people who just love mm-hmm. the round ball game as much as he is. And he's you know he's lived in Yokohama, he's lived in Melbourne, in Brisbane. We're all you know people love round ball football, but it's not the number one obsession. He's yeah. got that in Glasgow. I don't think he's going to leave. He wants to have another bite at the Champions League because he he got the worst draw possible. He was up against Real Madrid in his first ever match. Uh, I think he can do amazing things. I I don't think he's motivated by money. Of course, I just wanted to stay at Celtic because I'm a Celtic fan. (laughs) Well, I think think, but on that, I think he'd want to test himself in the in in the this is a big league. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. In the Scottish league, but I think against the, the the best of the best, I think he's had a litany of success everywhere he's gone so far. Yeah. And um, there's no reason why he can't win a major title at one in the EPL. I do think. you have Do you have an English team? I, I've always gone for Man U. Okay. But, but back in 1999, um, I got given a, a 
jerseys when they won the treble. That's pretty much how it happens. Yeah, that's isn't how it, it happens. Yeah, you get given your first jersey and you support them. But um, yeah, oh, look, I don't think he'd go there. He did grow up supporting Liverpool. Yep. So it'd be weird if he went to Man U. Yep. But man, it would be a perfect fit because people say Scotland's a Mickey Mouse league. Yeah. So is England. Yeah. Man City have romped it in. <laughs> what, they 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 haven't won it once in the past five years, and that's when COVID hit and Liverpool were unstoppable. I'd be a. Where would you want to see Ange? Would you want to see him? Ideally, I'd like to see him take a, a, a small club like your Wolverhampton yep. Wanderers and win the league. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but uh, he is uh, he's like the prodigal son up there now, isn't he? So he's not oh, going to yeah. leave. It's going to be a take, a take a lot for him to leave. Uh, they're passionate. He will never buy a beer in that town again. No. And um, But we'll wait and see. But I think he's a super coach. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about uh, yep. we could talk about Andrew all night. Oh, we should uh, also point out that uh, Sam Kerr's Chelsea had a great win uh, this morning. Knocked off uh, Leicester. I think it was 6-1 in yeah, the 6-1, end. 6-1, yep. Uh, they are currently one point behind Manchester United in the uh, the Women's League. Uh, Arsenal are coming third on 44 points. I don't think they can catch them. It, it feels weird. I I'm not a huge Chelsea fan, but I love Sam Kerr, so it's weird cheering on the blue. I was just saying, too, off air, that um, I've never spoken about a sports man, man or woman uh, more when they seem to score the, 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 the key goal in the last minute of the game like Sam Kerr does. Yeah. She does it week in, week out. I hope she continues to do this <laughs> during the World Cup. Absolutely, which is only a few months away. Yeah. I, I, there's some good games in uh, Sydney. You'll be going to a few, I imagine. Yeah, for sure, mate. I'm, I'm loving it. And I'll be taking, we've got two daughters, 14 and, and 12, Zara and Abby, so they're, they're keen on their sports, so I'll be taking them along. Do you know the, the, my favourite thing about going to women's sports is there's there's less dickheads there. The loudest idiot in the crowd is usually me. <laughs> I, I took my son to a Melbourne Victory women's game and there was a decision I didn't agree with and I fired up like I would at a men's game yeah. and just and I was like what and everyone looked at me and I just went I I disagree <laughs> good choice of words yeah, good choice of words um, let's talk let's talk skateboarding Why we've, we've been saying for ages we don't talk skateboarding enough um, the UFC backed skateboarding tour the street skateboarding Sessions is that what it is? The SFS? Yeah. Well, well, what they're saying here is that the UFC uh, uh, mob that put the whole thing together and turned that freak show of the UFC, UFC into a billion-dollar mainstream asset. Um, they used to call it human cockfighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now they're going to use the same playbook to grow skateboarding. Now, there's a couple of big differences to me that um, the UFC. It's whilst it is um, they have a lot of fans there and a lot of under, underground sort of fans that are now mainstream. There is Real violence, yes, <laughs> and then people could die. You don't quite get that in skateboarding. No, no. I remember skateboarding used to get quite big because of the video game, the Tony Hawk yeah, video game. Yep. But I remember all my mates used to do is see how badly we could injure him. <laughs> You'd skateboard <laughs> off a big building and then press a button so he'd jump off and get him to land on his head. Maybe they could bring that That's in because they did have a f- uh, one of the. Fa- I mean, this the, the, a lot of uh, UFC has this uh, great uh, fan base and they've they've marketed it very well. Something they tried was the slap league. Did you? Ever see yeah, this? Yeah, I did see where you see you twat someone across the head. You just take turns yeah. slapping each yeah. other across the face. It yeah. was the dumbest thing I've ever call seen. Me, call me old fashioned, but I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe they could do that with the skateboarding. Um, it, it, and there's a bit of controversy because they're using a uh, an, an alternative to YouTube, which has a lot of right wing mm-hmm. media try. Yep. Uh, so, like Donald Trump conspiracy, QAnon lot. Do you reckon there's a link between believing QAnon and getting punched in the head repeatedly? It's <laughs> <laughs> a different correlation there. I think, I think. that could yeah. be something yeah. there. Let's get all, keep talking about people getting punched in the head. Yeah. I didn't know this story at all. Jason Maloney and Andrew Maloney, two yeah. Aussie legends, yep. they're going to—they both got these career-defining uh, WBO world title fights. Now, I didn't know this at all. They're identical twins. They are. 
This is a great story. Not only identical twins, their current boxing records are identical as well. They're both 25 and 2. That's amazing. It's amazing. Um, so they fight, uh, Jason fights first, uh, May 14. That's against Vincent Astroblo um, in Stockholm in the bantamweight, uh, whilst his brother, um, Andrew, will fight in the junior bantamweight in Vegas um, against the Japanese fighter Juno Nakatani. So, um, I, you know what I'd love to see? What? These two go against each other. Yeah. I, I, and, and, and brother I really, versus brother. And, and, and the fight doesn't have an umpire, referee. It has their mum <laughs> who just comes in and separates them by the ears. I told you to, to stop that. That would be one of the most viewed fights of all time. Oh, absolutely. Brother versus brother. I, I used to play junior footy against proper identical twins. Right. And it took me three times before I realised it wasn't the same bloke who was really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, they were so... And I remember one time, because I became mates with them, there was one time... Uh, so one was a lot slower than the other? Uh, no, they were both They were both okay. ridiculously yeah. talented. Yeah. One time I was out at a nightclub with them and they got into... One got into a blue and... Uh, actually, no, they got into a blue against each other. That's right. And the security guard went to separate them and then they both turned on the security guards. <laughs> but the four, I remember the look on the security guard's face. He's gone, hey, you stop... Fu-. Oh, my God, you're the same person. <laughs> Well, I remember playing a lot, lot of cricket with the War Brothers, and oh, yeah. um, and they were they're very different, and they still are. Um, and they would not necessarily talk to each other that much because they said they roomed together for like twenty years prior to cricket. But if anyone ever said something mean to the other one, <laughs> they, they, they'd pipe up and support each other big time. Do you ever play against Dean War? I did, mate. He was he's, he's the funniest War by a long way. Oh, really? Yeah, hilarious. Uh, there's plenty of stories. I he probably going to tell you off air, but uh, he's a very very funny man, Dean. All right. Uh, what do we got? Should we t- let's take a break here? Let's yep. go. Coming up, we well let's take a break. Then coming up, we've got AFL, NRL, and so much more. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters, build fast sports multis, and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. This is Afternoon Sport. I'm Danny McGinley. He's Shane Lee. Um, there's been some f- lifetime bans handed out to fans, and uh, I've I, I got to say I agree with this. Some some bloke punched an umpire in a local uh, soccer league. Yeah, they're about to change legislation in New South Wales that um, if you are banned, you'll be banned from all venues, which all I think venues. is fantastic. Yeah, so if you, even if you get into a fight in an under-six um, junior match... Um, you can't go to Origin. You can't go to Origin, yeah. Which I think they need to stamp it out. Like um, we've lived through the times, you know, Monica Sellers getting stabbed. Oh yeah. Um, I remember in the West Indies when I was playing there, cricket nineteen ninety nine. Steve Waugh, we needed three runs off the last ball. We hit the ball, and before he got back for the second, all the stumps were gone. Oh. <laughs> um, of that quick day round to the ground, um, and then yeah, obviously players are worried about getting injured. So yeah. how do you police it though? Like, do you have is there, is there facial recognition technology that can find it, or can I like you know if I if I fire up at an under nine match and then I go with a baseball cap and a, and a scarf around my face. Look, I, I think, I, I don't know um, the, the answer to that, but I think if, if if the law does come in and you're found in a, in a game and some records you and dobs you in, I, I think it's potential jail time. So, okay. yep, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Keep these idiots away. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. It's not hard to do. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Van 
Dan Ruyen. Uh, he's been uh, suspended for two matches uh, at the AFL Tribunal for a bit of a dodgy spoil against Gold Coast. And Melbourne appealed it but it doesn't look it looks like they've they've, they've it's not going to be overturned no it's, it's been upheld and so the two match ban will um, will stand um, a lot of past players have come out and talked about this because they said it's like and I, t- I really agree it's like he's coming for a spoil with a fist he's hit him sort of with the arm it's not that bad. It was careless. But he was definitely, rec- <coughs> definitely reckless, yeah. but I wouldn't say intentional. He did no, look apologetic straight away. He didn't deserve to get two games for that. No, one game at yeah, most, at most. To, to teach him a lesson because he got to protect the head at Sacrosant. Yeah, yep. but, uh, yeah, it's a bit sad. But, of course, as a Bulldogs fan, I, you yeah. know, I'm glad that the Demons... I mean, <laughs> the reason I think the reason they had to give him two weeks is because the Demons play Hawthorne. And yep. so if you just rubbed him out for the Hawthorne game, that's, yep. I mean, you, that's practically the bye. They better rub three out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so then he's, he's not going to play against Port Adelaide. Also, your lad, uh, Sam Reid, yeah. out for the season with, I mean, he's 30. It is an old man injury. Uh, he is. He's, he's got bad hamstrings. They try to manage it through the, to the season, but um, yeah, he now needs surgery. So he's going to be out for five months. Will that be career ending? Potentially. Mm. But what it does do, um, it gives a bit of a free run. Buddy's only real forward now. Okay. Um, now, there's been pressure on him, and he hasn't been playing that well. We all know that. And he's going yeah. towards the end of his career. But now, with no one sort of in his way, maybe he'll, he'll have the free, freedom to, to come out and start... I wouldn't put him. I wouldn't put him. Wouldn't put him past kicking five goals this weekend. Really? Yep. There you go. There's my tip. Okay. Who have you got? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check that yeah, for you yeah, right now. Yeah. We are a sports broadcast. Yes. We should have some. Uh, you're playing. I'm playing Frio at the SCG. Five goals. There you go. He always does fire up against Frio. He does, and I think um, he's got a point to prove. And I think he's a, he's a true champion. Um, and the booing last week by Collingwood oh, would have really pissed him off. It's ridiculous. Yep. And I and I think. But what about the Collingwood um, captain Darcy, um, uh, Darcy Moore, Darcy Moore, the coach, um, and the CEO coming out and saying to the Collingwood supporters, "You don't boo a champion." I thought, who who are Collingwood these days? They're a nice bunch of guys. Oh, they have ruined their brand with <laughs> this, this with exciting football, yeah. uh, having a, a coach that you actually enjoy. Yeah. What you're supposed to be the villains? A captain that can string a sentence together. What is going on? I know. Oh, it's, they have yeah. They, no, they're I, class acts. I like them. Yeah, it's it's it's. I, I really enjoy watching Collingwood play. And I'm mm. very grateful that uh, Channel Seven often then uh, put it on their fans, yep. the camera on their fans. I remember. Oh yeah, I, I hate you, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you good villains, Collingwood yeah, fans. Yeah. Never change. Yeah. Um, but uh, just on Buddy, you say he's having an off season. I've I've noticed what happens with those older players. They do a lot of awesome things off the ball. Yeah. So he's yep. shepherding at the right yep. time. He's yep. creating space, yep. absorbing defence. Mm. These yeah, Buddy, stick around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes and no. I think they're getting a lot of inside fifties uh, during the season and not converting any. So he's just not quite as quick off the mark. Um, his lead's not a, not as good. Um, he's never been great in the air. Um, no, he, he, when he leads, he loves fantastic. the chess mark. He does, yes, he does. Uh, anyway, also, he'll kick five this weekend. I think seven. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, also, just on my Bulldogs, uh, Sam Darcy has been mm. sidelined with a lung issue. It's a, it's a bit, it's like a little punctured lung. What's what's the proper term? Well, it, it is. It's a it's a hole in your lung. It's hole a, it's in your a lung. tiny one, which means he's got air has gone in out of his lung into his chest cavity, um, which I'm assuming that would be bloody painful. Yeah. Um, and the reason why he hasn't been running that well, um, but they said it will heal itself. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. Mate, um, his dad was a legend, wasn't he? Oh, his dad was one of the one of the greats. Even his yeah. grandfather was a brilliant right, was legend. Okay. So yeah, yeah, we hope uh, we wish him wish him all the best. We do. We uh, do mate. What's happening in the NRL? I'm here. I'm reading Roosters and Dragons coaching saga. What's yeah. going on? Well, we all know that my Dragons team has been appalling this year. Yes. Uh, Anthony Griffin, pretty much from from the onset of the season, um, has been 
sort of in the in the sights of the, of the gun to under be, the pump under the pump to be sacked. Um, Jason Rolls, who's a former Dragon himself, is assistant coach um, at the Roosters. Um, he's the guy that I thought potentially should take over, but we didn't think the Roosters would let him go. Apparently now he's had the meeting and he's the favourite to take over the job, <laughs> which could happen pretty soon. Ben Horn- Hornby is the other Dragon Pass player that's sort of been in the mix as well. Uh, I think he's going to be overlooked. I like Brad Thorne, who, who's actually coaching the Queensland Reds in rugby. Okay. Um, he, he's a Julian National himself. Can you do that? Can you, you swap over the yeah, coach well, he's, coaching? he's just taken a sabbatical, so I thought he might have been um, interviewing for the job. But it appears to me now that uh, Jason Riles, who I think has a really good um, manner about himself, is has respect from the, the players. He's been away from the, the current mob just long enough yeah. to be able to coach. So I, th- I think he'll, he'll do a very, very good job. What is with your code? And I'm putting this yeah. all on you, yeah. Shane Lee. Yeah. What is with your code? And just everyone just changes teams. Why do we even bother having clubs? Everyone should just <laughs> get all the players and, like, in the schoolyard, <laughs> captains just pick. Every week, it yeah, just changes. I know it does, mate. It's um, and they, they should have a proper trade period where you can actually do things. But they yes. don't, yeah, they seem to move about whenever they want. Ah, what's going crazy on? Time, mate. All right. Well, yeah. well, that's all we've got for afternoon sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe. Hit all the buttons down there. Give the thumbs up. Write a comment about how handsome we look. All of these things. Uh, big thank you to our sponsor. Uh, big thanks to Elite Bet, the only beer app you'll ever need. It's the only and one I've got. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. A big thank you to Mossman Rowers for allowing us to record here today in the harbour and to show you. You, the boy from Melbourne, what what life is really like. It is pretty awesome, and, and apologies for all the cutlery I'm about to steal. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow, guys. Take care. Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home, and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute. And sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now you can increase your chances of survival with Cellade, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a Cellade. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your Cellade at Cellade.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D dot I-O.